0: Kill. 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 Kill Shuffle. Hello and welcome to another belated episode of Kill Shuffle. I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And we have so many albums for you this week. So many. So many.
1: I can I not count
0: on one hand this time. <laughs> I feel like we keep on leaving it an extra week and then just chucking extra albums into the mix <laughs> to, to make a just sort of, uh, you know, make up for our sins yeah
1: like occasionally in the weeks um like at the start of the weeks there'll be like no albums out and then at the end of the week it'll be like okay there's five albums we need to catch up with yeah yeah, that that are just out
0: plus all that stuff that you sort of come across in your day-to-day listening that that came out this year you kind of go we have to bring this to the podcast
1: oh we'll definitely do that later on in the year have like a top 10 missed albums yes plenty before we started the podcast we were really into
0: and we're not we're not tied down to just albums released like this week. No. You know, if stuff's come out in the last couple of months, we can cover it. So yeah. Um, so we're basically, coming up on the show this week, <laughs> we'll start with the big hitter, uh, yeah. Calvin Harris, Funk Wild Bounces, yeah, Volume One. I believe. Yes,
1: Volume One. Um, How many? I well oh, I don't want to guess. Wait,
0: it's it's it, wait and see. Watch the space. Um, the album Rare by Hundredth, uh, an album I think it's self titled by Zeta. Yeah. Uh, Sinner's EP by Lynch. Uh, reflections on a floating world by elder and finally we're going to take a look back at danger days the furious what is it what's the full title the furious life of the um something something killjoys oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, danger days my chemical romance is the band so
1: their final album
0: (laughs) we'll give you their final album we'll give you the full title when we come around to it yeah um so we we played our first ever gig as a band together you and i yeah Uh, i'm still reeling from it yeah the night before last me too me too (laughs) that was very fun Mm-hmm. Um so and if anyone listened it came thank you very much for coming and yeah. uh if not you can you can check out footage from that gig at uh, Revival Mode on Facebook. Yeah. So just a little plug right up at the top of the show. <laughs> um but apart from that I feel like we've only got one hour to to, to get through all these six albums and yeah. we're going to have a lot to say about them. We got to bullet through this, okay? Okay. Let's go for it. All right. Uh first up Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Calvin Harris. Dylan just just, just What is he to you? <laughs> Do you you want me to start then? Yeah, yeah. What is he to me? What Calvin Harris is to me is a fond memory, I would say, because, I mean, from the very moment uh, Acceptable in the 80s began doing the rounds on LimeWire and (laughs) FrostWire, back in 2007, so full, you know, full 10 years ago at this point. Yeah, back when you were 80. Yeah, I just loved everything I heard. You know, I heard The Girls before the album came, I heard uh, Acceptable in the 80s before the album came. And even I know them merrymaking at my place and then and colours also and then when, when um, I created Disco came out I was just completely obsessed by it um, I know that I'm back to front yeah I think it's I think it's kind of a masterwork and it's it's unlike anything else <laughs> okay I've ever heard it, 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 because it, it deals almost entirely in um, um, AB songwriting no no it is unique it is actually yeah. pretty unique and I believe he also he also did the whole thing on a very I think it might have been an Amiga. Yeah. Um, he he created the whole thing on very outdated technology, and it just gives the yeah. whole album a very unique sound. Yeah,
1: he goes his own direction. I'll give it that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was just unrelentingly Scottish, which I also really, really enjoyed. <laughs> um, so that was that was that was how it kicked off with, with uh, Calvin Harris, and I did wait with bated breath for um for Ready for the Weekend in two thousand and nine. And I, I maybe not to the same extent, but I also love love that album.
1: Was that the last one? Uh,
0: no, it was the oh, second. The second one. No, 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 no. no. He's um, and then ever since then I've kind of dropped off. I, mm. I did buy eighteen months when it came out in twenty twelve, um, but that was when he started kind of getting into the international club banger mm. uh, hit yeah. factory phase of his career. He
1: started following the train.
0: Yeah, a little bit, and that mm-hmm. was that was the first album. I think it's got some fantastic sounding on it, but I think there's also way too many guest spots. I mean, my favorite moment of the album is Feel So Close, which is Calvin singing. Um, um, when I saw him live back in 2010, Jeez. he brought a full band with him. You know, he he, oh, he actually, wow. was, he was a front man and he had beat a full band, backing band, backing mm. vocals, everything. And it was a, it was a huge stage show. Yeah. And then sometime after that tour, he peeled it back. He said, I'm going to do DJ sets. And he became less of a, a live musician, okay. less of a solo artist and more of a collaborator and a mm. DJ. Yeah. And and to be honest with you, I completely dropped... He, he, I... he became a Doctor of Dre and just... <laughs> yeah, 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 right, exactly. So yeah. I, I had a quick look through his last album, Motion, which came out in t- 2014. Uh-huh. I, I didn't recognize a single song. I'm sure there's a few that I would have heard on the radio, but the problem was he no longer had this, to, to my ear, he no longer had this signature sound where you heard something and immediately went, oh my God, there's Calvin Harris. It doesn't sound like anything else in the radio. And that brings us to 2017 and Funk Whap Bounces Volume 1. And what the fuck happened. <laughs> so what was your what, <laughs> I you, you Do you want to, want me to lay it all out? Lay it all right out off? because because Dylan resisted this album heavily when I brought it to the table. Well, musically, this album is is actually
1: pretty impressive. hmm Like like it it has bits of like the last Ap funk album. Mm. Um a lot of early early two thousands techno. I hear that. It's kinda of cool. Yeah. Um mixed with a bit of funk. Um Bill and Orville Barkley kind of funk, which was pretty cool. But every uh, the vocals completely ruin it. Absolutely, completely, thoroughly ruin it, <laughs> and all that auto tune that goes with it.
0: Yeah, no,
1: it, it's the auto tune that does it, not the vocals. Because I, I think there are some competent vocalists here. Mm. Like he, he even actually fucked up Katy Perry. <laughs> and she has a great voice. Yeah. And, he, feels- and he put he put autotune tune on that big time
0: as well. Yeah, I don't know what actually I don't know what's happening with Katie Perry. We hope you're okay, Katie. I just um I'm not a huge fan of her uh, comeback aesthetic that she's she's sort of uh, shown up with this this year. Same. Um it's she seems to be leaning in really heavily to the I don't want to say cultural appropriation yeah. but she's but she's definitely moved into a much more R&B space yeah it's the way that Lord's going yeah yeah a know? little bit a little bit and 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 she's also taken a lot of um, I want to say 90s trance and 19th, 90s club music yeah and brought that to her sound stuff
1: that doesn't need to be brought back yeah really
0: it's not the Katy Perry that you we would know from uh, her early career anyway and that's fine she can do that but I don't think she's I don't think she's great on feels just right off the top that is one of my least favourite tracks on the album
1: that that's the one that I thought had promise. Okay, like I honestly thought yeah. seven, eight songs in it would finally give something, but yeah, no, it took it away. It take, <laughs> it take it away.
0: So so you you kind of feel as though. The music, I mean, do you, what's what's your background with Calvin Harris? Do you, I mean, are you kind of listening to it, going, "Oh yeah, that's Calvin Harris," but that's not Calvin Harris, or are you more looking at it from a more general perspective? You know, well, he follows what sounds good on my ear.
1: Uh, yeah, no, what feels good on my ear? Like, okay, I I, re- I recognize he follows the trends. Okay, in each album, he follows the trends, and they're very memorable for the eras. You, you kind of can guess where they're from, yeah. just by listening to them, like early two yeah. thousands, like all, where all the singles came from. Mm. I know that stuff. Even I know that stuff. Mm. Like, but this stuff is um, it's kind of kind of uh, very much generic now.
0: Well, it's funny because uh, I, I almost feel like he's kind of gone back to m- more of the stuff that he was doing on his first album in terms of just in terms of the music. Forget about the vocals for a second, yeah. Um, <sighs> because that's the way the trends are going mm-hmm. is more minimalist the last couple of years, whereas we had you know eight nine ten years of huge EDM. Uh, raging house uh, radio hits. Do you know that that kind of uh, yeah. that, that sound that was in for so long? Yeah, the sort of dead mouse, um, uh, justice. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That, that that EDM sound. Yeah. and he very much followed that trend for a long time. Yeah, which is still going. But but um. now because the the, the mainstream ears turned more towards toned down R&B, that. Approaches more what he was doing on his first album. But I do think there's a, there's a definite split four ways in this album between stuff that is unmistakably, undeniably Calvin Harris, um, that I would hear and immediately think that it couldn't be anybody else. Yeah. And I think of that stuff, yeah. there's, there's, good, there's good songs and there's bad songs. Yeah. And then there's also music that I think sounds like it could have been written by anybody. Oh, yeah. Like, why would somebody
1: with this much history decide to auto tune every single artist really badly, like up to well, 11?
0: I don't think that is the choice necessarily of Calvin Harris I think he's worked with outside producers here and I also think that 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 is the signature of these performers are you sure? yes I am 100% sure you can look it up look it up in the book um, even Snoop
1: because I think Snoop
0: is Snoop Snoop doesn't really it's the way it's the way that the well Snoop's Snoop's Snoop's, um, uh, rap vocals are are clean in this yeah on, on his track yeah um, which is called Holiday, I believe. Yeah, one of my that, favorites. That Even though it does sound like it could have been written by anyone, it's one of my favorites of that uh, section of the album. Yeah, it it was wasn't awful. What I will say to you Dylan is that just through listening to a lot of modern R and B through my girlfriend, uh, the the vocal uh, the vocal production <laughs> tends to lean towards a heavy auto tune. We've it's moved it's moved away from auto tune to correct like to, as pitch correction um towards just auto tune as a an artistic expression i guess not that it necessarily it doesn't necessarily appeal to me yeah there's a lot of artists like drake in particular who i think has a really good voice and i think it gets squashed and uh kind of ruined a little bit by all the auto tune yeah i know he's not he's not on yeah. this record but that um that style that he takes to his music a lot of these artists are approaching music the same way yeah and that's the reason for the auto tune is isn't to try and get people to sing in in pitch no no of course not <laughs> it's, Mostly it's very much a conscious artistic decision
1: yeah um, um,
0: and it does no you're right it doesn't appeal to me either it, no it, it really
1: apes the quite decent instrumental stuff in the background
0: yeah. Prayers Up is the worst is the worst offender I think um, on the record Prayers Up yes. the one that talks about purple drink in my cup oh yeah uh, yeah that, that one unfortunately even though I, I think it, it has a, a very Calvin Harris uh, foundation to it that just The autotune is so egregious and to my ear, it just doesn't sound good that Mm -hmm. it ends up kind of ruining the song. Yeah. But uh, I do think that there are, there are moments like I think Cash Out is a great song. The second song, I think Slide with Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean is one of those artists where he actually, uh, you know, he's spoken before in interviews about how he uses autotune and vocal manipulation because he wants to show more sides to his, to his voice. Yeah. so so what you'll get with Frank Ocean is you'll get Frank Ocean singing clean and having the incredible voice that he does have but you'll also get a few other things in the mix too so I think that really works yeah. um, and I think Roland as well uh, works I think that's Khalid and that works <laughs> that works very well uh, it's got a great vocal a great melody it's alright I mean
1: yeah. it, it's just autotune like I've seen autotune done better yeah. as well Like yeah, I've seen, yeah, yeah, there's so many other ways you can twist and turn autotune mm. to make it to give it character and this give, this makes everybody sound the same yeah like right for and, sure and they're all very much an eclectic sort of
0: I know, it's, from it, the R&B escape yeah oh yeah and, and it's not just r and I mean, there's, there's, there's rap hip hop obviously you've got yes. pop with pop people like uh, Katy Perry yeah. and uh, Pharrell also we know it, Pharrell is is a genius. Um, yeah. I think he puts... But the problem with Pharrell, I think, sometimes, is he puts too much of his own stamp. When he features on a track, uh-huh. it just becomes a Pharrell track, and that's my issue with... Oh, he, uh, he's
1: a head writer with everything he touches. Yeah, um. yeah,
0: yeah. That's my issue with Heatstroke and uh, also Feels, is I think that you just come away feeling as though you've 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 gotten a little Pharrell EP thrown in yeah. in the middle of an album. Um, the only songs that I really kind of can't stand on this are... Skirt on me which is the actually it's really the only one that I that I genuinely dislike is um Skirt on me with featuring Nicki Minaj I think
1: <laughs> oh that's so bad it's, that is uh, like that brings Nicki Minaj to a new level
0: yeah and of low. I think she's a, I think she's a, got a, she's a talented rapper I I don't think she's a talented singer um and I don't think I don't think her singing or her rapping on this is no good at all <laughs> I don't no. think it I think the, the 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 lyrics are extremely vacuous and and that's saying something. Um, <laughs> I I don't I think I don't think Calvin either has particularly pushed himself in the music for that song and the whole thing just falls apart a little bit for me. Um But but why in a world like after Gorilla's new album yeah. then this
1: comes out? It's all it's all going that way.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh these visionary artists Pioneers. like Damon Albarn and I would say Calvin Harris also sure. are taking a really huge step back from their involvement with mm-hmm. um, with the music or at least their involvement with the melody of their tracks you know yeah. because what so what makes Gorilla so special and what made those first few Calvin Harris records so special was that it didn't matter if there was if there was guests or um, other influences on a track it was that signature voice that brought you you know that really let you know who you were listening to and you lose that here yeah, you know, if you're not listening closely enough, I mean, it took me a very long time to be able to portion the album out into those songs that sound like they were written by Calvin Harris, songs that could have been written by any, anybody, blah, blah, blah yeah. because you don't have, you know, his lovely, dirty Scottish voice, you know, popping in and out every couple of minutes, yeah. and that's what a Calvin Harris album needs. Yeah,
1: I mean, I was having a lovely holiday a few a few yeah. days back, and I had to I had to go for a walk, listening yeah. to this, yeah, without skipping that was the hardest thing I've ever had to do
0: poor Dill I think it's a per- I mean summer, hand on heart I do think it's a perfectly decent summer album
1: Um, I thoroughly disagree we have plenty of them already reviewed um, true there's so many it, yeah. like the next album for instance which we'll yeah. get to but hey beautiful um, what, what's your favourite song if you had to what would well, no, 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 you no. return to really
0: I'm. I mean, what, what, like I said, I there's the songs that I like that sound like unmistakably Calvin Harris. The first song, Slide, mm-hmm. I think, is great. Yeah. It's Frank Ocean. I think uh, Cash Out. The second song is great, and Roland with featuring Khalid is also uh, has a great melody. I think it's got a really good vibe. And then there's other songs that I could see myself going back to, um, but they they feel more like just good pop songs. Yeah, um, Heatstroke with Pharrell, Faking I, It, yeah. second last song, and Hard to Love the last <laughs> song, which is just a ballad. Yeah, I, um, I
1: think. um I think the Frank Ocean song would be the one song I'd um, stand listening to on yeah. the radio without um, without considering quitting music altogether. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where I am with this. I
0: feel, yeah, I feel like you've been extremely restrained and respectful, Dylan. Yes. Um, and I do appreciate that.
1: I appreciate your um, your, your choice
0: on, yeah, com- on coming out. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, apparently. what well, well, what would you, I mean, if you had to give this a uh, score out of 10, what would you give it? Beyond, you can Feel free to be honest.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying, like, mm, two. Okay. Probably give it a two. I'm, like, out of ten, like, ten songs, hypothetically, oh, yeah, two, yeah, yeah. two I could possibly return to or, yeah. or listen to somewhat confidently. But, yeah, that's, a, that's I where I am.
0: This, I don't know if this is our biggest ever disparity, but I want to give this a whopping six out of ten. I'm going to come what, back What to other this. great
1: albums have we given a six out of ten?
0: We've given... Oh, I gave... Um, I think I gave... Uh, Oh, something you love. The birthday massacre, right? No, I think I give that a seven. Okay. And you give it an eight, I think. <laughs> but there are yeah there we'll, are a we'll, few. we'll dig back to the history you and, son of a bitch and Dylan Dylan heresy it's gonna it's, gonna, it's gonna, the wound is even, gonna feel even fresher when you see what albums I've given six before in the past but uh yeah <laughs> that Dylan is God like no. I'm doing
1: this for you guys I'm, this, shit I'm, I'm, I'm fucking seeing Calvin Harris in Japan but I've got, now I've got so. a,
0: now I've got a two locked and loaded in the chamber for, yeah. for some poor album that's gonna come down the tracks yeah well I'm interested <laughs> to see
1: how Calvin does it live because I, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing him at a festival yeah apparently so, <laughs> apparently yeah, yeah.
0: You can boo loud and proud. Dylan. Yeah. You've given it your best yeah. shot, and mm-hmm. and for that I applaud you. Next okay, one, okay. Next album, uh, the next album is by a band called Hundredth, and the album is called Rare. Dylan, I don't know anything about this band, so while I look up some of their <laughs> statistics, give me a few first impressions. What the hell does it sound like? What is um, Rare by Hundredth?
1: It sounds like uh, it sounds like My Vitriol, but a lot more modern, mm-hmm. a, a bit more. Um, I brought it up a mumblecore. A oh, bit more okay. mumblecore. Especially in the vocals. Mm. Um, it's kinda coming out of an indie backdrop with, with more rocking guitars. Okay, the more heavy guitars, that's where the my vitriol part comes from. Yeah. Because a lot of a lot of guitars in this are very heavy. Like there's a lot of personality in this. Yes. And I think the um the vocals are very derivative of another party in the album or in the band. I'm pretty right. sure there's like two different parties wanted to go wanted to do two different things in this album
0: yeah 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 and it's cohesive right I think so I mean I like you know I'm gonna put all my cards on the table here Mm. I love this album
1: I I, I like it I find it hard to listen all the way through I can I can get bits I can take bits out of it yeah because it starts to get a bit samey if you listen to it all as a whole Mm. sadly I know we, we like our albums in full in this but this album it, it it starts to become a one trick pony near the end yeah. especially with the vocal dynamics mm. more so than the riffs the riffs change quite a bit yeah the vocals don't go up or around they just kind of like stay in kind of a whispery vocal kind of like what you what the problems you had with um with um Chibi from The Birthday Massacre oh yeah that's what I get from this that's interesting can you relate yeah.
0: I can relate I can totally relate because that's I see that as a positive when it comes to this album just for your info by the way this band is from uh, Myrtle Beach Myrtle Beach South Carolina oh, USA I it. Yeah I know it Sounds like a pretty cute place um, That's kind of what I love About this album I get I kind of get lost In this album mm. In a ways that I can totally see That other people Might find it a one trick pony yeah. Or uh, Find it that it grates on them After a while The, the sound that this album brings I love so much That I could I could listen to it forever It's kind of got that Yeah Okay Really shimmering Really melodic uh, Layers of guitar but that also has a, a hard hitting to it and the rhythm section is constantly driving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that, of like a, a more sort of shoegazy black map, actually, at times. A, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, the, the the big touchstones here would be it's somewhere between, I think, like Deftones, New Order, Interpol. Oh, definitely, and
1: definitely New Order. New
0: Order, yeah, and I hear a lot of Interpol also, but but then something that's just more... It's just got a little bit more oomph to yeah. it. Yeah,
1: I think I think the new order comparisons give it that a uh, no. I would say an antiquated sound, which kind of bogs down the modern sound. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not all for modern, but like it, a lot of it sounds very trite.
0: Do you think? I think it kind of sounds a little timeless. Like it, it's sort of got a sound it to itself. Fits.
1: Fits. Um, yeah. Like I, I love the the very current ideal of putting mm. the heavy guitars in. Yeah in very airy elements of the songs. Mm. Um, like melodic heavy guitars as well.
0: Would you agree that it, you could play this in any company though? Uh, yeah. I don't think this is, this doesn't, it's not abrasive. Mm. It's not atonal. It's, it's completely melodic. And Damn. there's actually some they, they managed to even sort of uh, squeak in some screams, but it's all, oh, it's, it's all buried th- in this gorgeous production job that, that mm. I think. I would, I would say, I'd love he, to hear the
1: vocals without any effects. Because yeah. I I play a lot of reverb effects live with my guitars mm. and the vocal my guitars my guitar effects have nothing on what's bogging down the vocals reverb wise in this yeah like, it it sounds very mushy uh, very swampy yeah, yeah almost yeah, to yeah, a, yeah, almost yeah. to a fault later okay. on um, because because um, if if he uh, what's I would say there's like three three tier three tiers. Yeah. Of, of vocals and he, he he kind of stays around the middle, the middle mm. and barely gets up to the front or, or the top or the bottom he kind of just stays <laughs> in his comfort zone you know yeah. I mean it's a good comfort zone but he doesn't do anything interesting
0: mm. no I kind of I, I, like to, again, co- I, to
1: accompany I, the guitars which are really right. expressive he just kind of keeps on that
0: see I think that might be where you know there's a there's kind of with, within our our band anyway there's kind of two camps of um musical influence and and this probably sits just on one side of the fence with bands like uh, turnover and balance and composure and nothing and hum that we were you know listening to the other night there's a lot of these bands where the appeal is the mellowness. It's. Yeah. I think it might be that, that sort of injection of shoegaze that's turning you off a little bit because that would be, you know, it's it's the fact that it's so laid back. Mm-hmm. It's so laid back in its heaviness. That's what appeals yeah. to me.
1: Um, I'd say I would definitely come back to the first three songs. Yeah. Like, they're incredible. They're, they, they sound yeah. very in my vitriol. Yes. Yeah, a yeah, Huge. Yeah. And the, that kind of misguided me a little bit to what I was hoping for.
0: Yeah, fair. There's a, there's a song also towards the... The second half called shy Vane yes. which you probably yeah, would remember I, for I having like an incredible hook oh yeah oh incredible hook that's when it came back a bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 no i i i feel you for sure um i think this is one of those albums that you you stick on the first you know the first sort of 10 15 minutes yeah and if you like it just strap in because it's yeah. gonna you know it kind of keeps yeah it's hypnotical uh, it hits its stride and it just keeps gunning for the uh for the end zone yeah um <laughs> So, have you got any uh, any final thoughts on hundreds? Um, uh, I I listened to them. I listened to their
1: discography, and they they haven't you went really back. yeah they haven't really gone anywhere else. Okay, like I would love to see them go somewhere quite different. Maybe maybe very heavy, mm. or maybe it'll completely uh, tech tech uh, technolo- technologically um
0: assisted without well, guitars. Well, maybe maybe they need maybe, you know maybe they need just you know a, a Ross Robinson yeah. or or a Brendan O'Brien to kind of oh yeah to bring them into the studio and tear them to pieces and build them up and yeah. <laughs> produce his own image. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um cool. Well, I am I'm, I'm kind of in love with this album. Yeah, so. Favorite song? Uh, Shy Vane. uh,
1: first song for me. First song and second Vertigo, yeah. The first
0: song. They're either either or is a good place mountains, to Mountains
1: Mountains of songs. Oh. Yeah, cool.
0: beautiful. Really yeah, Good stuff. Let's keep going. Cool. Um Yeah, let's keep going. That I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw an eight. I'm going to throw an eight Yeah, away. um,
1: ooh, uh, 5. Five. sweet, a good five. Yeah, a high five.
0: A five, aka what Donald thought of the Stone a- Stone Sour album. Okay, okay
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Calvin Harris topped that. You cunt. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I, I, I will uh, stick to my guns. Can't
1: wait till Kev that. hears that. Right, Kev. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Calvin Harris is better than Stone Sour. Whoop.
1: We told Corey hears that. I think somehow I just heard
0: someone cock a shotgun. Okay. Uh, next up is one that you brought to the table. I want to go ahead and say Zeta. Yes, Zeta. Give Zeta some... or Zeta? Zeta? has in Zeta Jones? Let's, let's, let's settle on one. No, Zeta.
1: Nothing like Zeta Jones at all. Okay.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, Give me some background because I really have no idea. Um, oh, what this album is all about. This This album came out
1: of nowhere for me. Okay. Uh, thank you, Spotify. You're very Woo-hoo. generous. Um, one of the one of those things that came out late in the week. Yeah. That totally hypnotized me. Like I heard the um second song. Mm. Uh, Was it Fountains of Youth? I believe so. Yep. Um, and that just totally captured me with its echoey mel- melody mm. the piano keys and then 80s nostalgia used well yeah i think
0: this is yeah i think this is this in a
1: saturation is point
0: one yeah it's one in a long line of um this just seems to be the sort of era of the 80s side project
1: yeah. like there's so much and like even the album co- album cover has like the colors i see in those albums yeah as well. yeah but yeah, this yeah, is yeah, something
0: yeah, a bit yeah, more yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it definitely slots into that No Devotion, Black Queen, Dream Car. You want to name another one? There's, oh, there's, there's so many. There's been so many.
1: I, I, something out the left field Um, for me, Leprous. You yeah. know you know, yeah, metal band yeah, Leprous? Yeah, the vocalist yeah, yeah. has some operatic
0: yeah. theatrics from yeah? that. I hear that too. I hear that too, for sure. Um, For me, I'm actually just... I actually did look, look, up, look, look this up a little bit. One of the band members is from Tesseract. Oh, yeah. So it really fits wow. it, it fits into that. Um, the Dillinger Escape Plan does Black Queen. Tesseract does Zeta, And, uh, you know, it, it seems to be the guys who play heavy. So that's why I like it. When they go soft, okay. they like to go soft in an 80s way. Um, yeah, for, for me, this kind of was a little bit A and other 80s side project for the most part. I think there's some really big big songs on this long distance in particular yes um or is that it's a long is that what it's called long distance the distance excuse me yeah um it's stunning like it, it stands out like a sore thumb on the album in a good way mm-hmm. um i was playing this in my car and even even the production on it just it's so it's got so much more body and mm-hmm. um, more bass the synthesizers it sounds like they're using different synthesizers because the whole song just shines out of the speakers. Um, yeah. So that's that's a huge highlight for me. And then actually, funnily enough, w- with this album, I find when they go um, a little bit harder, it's better. Whereas...
1: With with like Fires in the Snow. Um, I think yes, Fires one of them? in the
0: Snow. Gates of Hell as well. Yes. I quite like.
1: Some serious riffs. Uh, oh yeah, Out yeah, of nowhere. That's the
0: thing, is is the bands don't normally bring their day jobs into the side project, whereas here they absolutely
1: yeah. do. Like industrial... Yeah, metal. Yeah, almost trash. and points. then
0: you can hear even those little those sort of references to genty heaviness, yeah. proggy kind of heaviness, yeah. especially on those those tracks on Gates of Hell. <clears throat> and when I hear that, it it definitely gives it a little bit something extra. It yeah. in, it injects more life mm. into it than just your typical plinky plonky eighty synths with a, uh, you know, yeah, meandering vocal on. Yeah,
1: top. you usually usually those kind of bands would hold on that note for the whole album. Yeah, it- exactly. Song in this, I think, is very unique. Right, yeah, because then approach. you've got like
0: beat the system towards the end, which yeah. which is a much more upbeat. It's almost got a video game soundtrack yeah. vibe to it.
1: Yeah, like they almost change into a different band. Yeah, when the album ends.
0: Yeah, that's. I think that's that's the thing about this. I think it kind of starts super slow. Yeah, and by the end, you've gotten a much you've gotten a much uh, more varied palette of sounds. Yeah, but it just takes a while to get there. Yeah,
1: like most people don't like that bands changing their sound too much in an album I like that personally
0: it, it really depends for uh, me a, a I think bit. as long as it's all coming from the same source emotional yeah. place or the same theme yeah. which in this case it absolutely is I mean it's all coming from the same sort of yeah. we want to do our own thing with the 80s yeah. Like, um, so, yeah so yeah
1: like the same instruments the same sources of electronics yeah but just taken in different directions
0: exactly um, and, and I say you know the production job is spectacular oh, overall it's great
1: oh, so totally
0: it's a joy to listen to I mean even if there are moments where you're kind of your waiting. mind starts to drift a little you're bit w- you're waiting yeah yeah yeah. there's it,
1: bits there's like moments where it goes a bit too Phil Collinsy for me yeah and then it just comes in with this heavy guitar and I'm like okay you got me back yeah because you're mixing this all together yeah and you're showing your influences on your sleeves but you know how to write like them so that's that's a, that's a plus
0: yeah and they're having fun with it they're not you know you get the sense
1: that I get a sense that this is a super group right a yeah very that's, that's one. how it feels yeah very like Chim one.
0: Spanner isn't is the guy from uh, Chim Spanner if you've ever heard of them I think they're kind of uh, mathy as well yes and, and Tesseract obviously so this is very much a side project and you get the sense that they're not this isn't their um, their opus or anything you know they're not, they're not trying to you know put a line in the sand and say this is this is us as musicians but what you do get the sense of is like three guys in a room who really love music and who have a great affection for this uh, for this period they grew up with this music yeah and they know and they know what they're doing Um, so you're you're kind of you're in good hands when you press play on this record and I will go back to it I think yeah I will go back to it because it it, it brings Uh, a certain it does bring a certain unique uh, spin yeah favorite song yeah yeah The Distance Definitely. That's a
1: good one. That's a really good that's
0: a really one. Good one. It, um, it's, oh man, it's huge. It's just huge.
1: Fountains of Youth for me is definitely, yeah. could be in the top five songs of the year for me. Oh, wow. It's just so, it gets me in a good place no matter what. Yeah. And that's what I like about music this decade. Good. Yeah.
0: Um, Puts you in your happy place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we we'll, we'll revisit um, maybe that song at the end of the year when we kind of run through our top five. Hell yeah songs of the year that's cool so basically if you want some 80s vibes and you don't mind a little bit of chugging guitar every couple songs uh, Zeta is the band for you hell yeah Z-E-T-A I'm giving this a um, generous 8 Ooh, yeah very generous, generous eight. Eight. I'm going to give this a miserly 6 that's cool um, but you know but like I said a couple of tracks there that I will most certainly be popping into playlists because they're fantastic mm-hmm. Uh, great. So moving swiftly along. Now for something completely different. And now for something com- Oh, brr, it couldn't be more different. Uh, this is a band called Lynch. Lynch from the mighty nation of Japan.
1: Yes, from a. Um, oh, geez. Uh, I think near, uh, near near Osaka actually. Oh really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is a this is an EP. <laughs> this is an EP slash album. I yeah. can't make my mind up. I don't think they can either. Uh, it's um, it's
0: called the Sinners EP. But yes. I mean, it's a good length yeah
1: this band is a very prolific band really they pretty much have released an album per year
0: gosh since 2005 and, more or less yeah. and
1: even considering um, one of their I think their bassist last in, in December 2016 was arrested for um for for uh, for drugs no some, some drugs like on, on on like on like a festival premises or something like that hilarious and uh, some shit serious seriously stirred up and he ended up quitting the band okay and Six six months later, yeah, six, five months later, we have this EP. After last year, we already had an album.
0: That's great. Well, I think so, I feel like sometimes bands do feel as though they need to um, restate their identity once they have a lineup change. Yeah, and an EP is often a good way to do that. I mean, this comes in at a you know a reasonable twenty six minutes. Yeah, it's... I mean that twenty six minutes would be would be a, a you know a punk album. Yeah, this, this
1: is this is what EPs are like these days. Yeah, um, and yeah. I, I totally understand how they've constructed this where they're coming from yeah and just all the elements they're putting together
0: so if Uh, I had to describe the sound of this mm -hmm. I would say it's scattergun to say the least it's all rock there's no question about that but yes it draws from it draws from uh Mm j-rock it draws from alternative rock it draws from hard rock and then it and then it leers very far into metal you've got thrash metal in there new metal and more sort of stadium bon jovi style heavy metal there
1: there are bits of that there are uh, there are elements of like bands like um from like the olden days of japanese music like like a lot of um a lot of 80s Japanese, like Shamsen, pop. kind A of in the 1500s. Yeah. <laughs> of, no, 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 not that far back. A lot of 80s Japanese pop. Oh, really? That used to be played on car radios quite often. Yeah, especially in the third song, I think it is with the reverb, very oh, reverb-driven guitars. Kaleido? No. Um, oh, I, geez, think, I, believe,
0: I believe it is. Oh, well, no, uh, Blackout destroys. Technically the it could song. be.
1: Yeah, it's Kaleido. I think it's yeah. Kaleido. I think
0: it is. I think that Kaleido is because I know what you're referring to. Yes. Um, and it's those it's those arpeggiated yeah uh, yeah it's the most radio, radio, radio friendly one in this album it's also my favorite track yeah wow to like come in hot with my favorite track right off the bat I think Kaleido is a great sure song. um it's it's got so much energy when it kicks off mm-hmm. with those um it's got a really sugary um reverb I oh know uh, yeah like a like a, a delay heavy guitar part yeah and um, that's super catchy and and a great chorus and I just think it's, it's a real gem it's a real it's gem. Absolute gem
1: yeah yeah this album goes many places very quickly. Yeah. Especially with because the, right
0: after Kaleido, it goes straight into full no, no, Slayer. No, no, let's.
1: The first album, the first song, yeah. is an instrumental with just one riff. Yeah. Pounding industrial drums. Yeah. Chanting. Yeah. It's almost a soundtrack song. Yeah, it's quite, It's a funny you'd, way you'd to imagine, start. You'd imagine it in like a Hans Zimmer soundtrack, almost.
0: Mm, like a super intense yeah. moment in yeah. a chase in, in the, scene
1: in a jungle or something like that.
0: In a Christopher Nolan film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> and then it goes to straight up j-rock yeah but like, heavy j-rock
0: yeah j-rock which dips in and out of extremely heavy yeah. riffage it's um just,
1: yeah I, I love the way that song i love the the, the strength that song gains later on mm, yeah especially near the other end solo one of my favorite end solos mm. of this year actually trigger so far. yeah yeah just the way everything comes out and during the solo you pay pay as much attention to the rhythm guitar as you do the lead guitar, yeah, because it give it gives a voice to everything as that's going on, and that's incredible. Mm. Um, it's definitely a high bar for J Rock, which is kind of kind of saturated, um, like it was saturated with like presence in animes. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is this is J Rock, but a little bit outside of that realm.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you, you do have to kind of <laughs> to mention Diazero, oh, yeah. the second to last song,
1: like um a lot a lot of the people from this band came from different element different j rock and visual Kai bands that have okay. done anime stuff so yeah, that's that's yeah. that's a, pre- a pre- ever present thing yeah and it, it is very um they ape what they hear quite a bit like like darren gray are the are like the the um the number one influence the number the number one in japan for bands like this to yeah. be influenced by yeah um like it's very every everybody wants to sing like Kyo, everybody wants to be that heavy yeah, and it's clear they want to be like that, but I think they have a little bit of something from their own bank. It's
0: funny you touch on that because um, that is the number one problem I have with this album. Yeah. is the vocals. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, what's the guy from Muse called Chris Bellamy? Is yes, that his name? yes. It's like the, it's like the Japanese Chris Bellamy. A bit Every of bit of vibrato, way too much. It's um,
1: uh, I I kind of I see I see that quite clearly, but I'm fine with it yeah
0: no I, that's fine and because the song is it fair to say that is, is that a, is that a desirable is that a desirable trait among male japanese singers like do is that something that you hear quite often because it's something that i definitely hear more in the japanese music you've yeah. brought to the table then yeah it's definitely it's definitely very Western much music
1: it's definitely very much kind of derivative of um x japan okay. and a lot of dramatic uh, yeah. operatic uh, rock bands like that
0: because if you know if you know Muse, yeah, yeah. Is like this um, and this, that's this, this a band huge do, part of this, yeah,
1: this band does it better because they do other stuff, yeah, as well.
0: Well, yeah, like this guy, this guy can, also this guy can belt his yeah
1: ass out of his roars. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all one guy. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he's clearly got a few demons inside of him because yeah, they get no, let yeah. in on one of those tracks. Um, but uh, yeah.
1: But yeah, I think later on in the year I'll let you listen to a bit more of the modern Darren Gray, okay. and you'll see how derivative this is of that. Yeah. 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 Like they're all trying to follow their coattails.
0: Yeah. No. But I, that's I, I, just a yeah. scene. It's mm. just a scene.
1: You know. Um. That's that's just what's popular in Japan at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I can I can even hear stuff off "Withering to Death." On this album it's, it's really It's just that um, It annoys me when Chris Mellamy does it amuse, yeah. And it annoys me when Anybody does it On these uh, Japanese albums It's just not a vocal Tick that I enjoy that's But you know that I'm totally willing To accept yeah. it it's, People enjoy it That's fine um, Cool and then, and then it ends With a pretty Kind of cheesy um, A nice ballad actually ballad. Really cool ballad yeah. I think yeah. um,
1: Has very cool echoey guitars Near the end yeah. it's, it's very well paced this whole EP is very well paced, actually. Mm. Like it's it's it, it's very intentionally spaced out, with like yeah. with like the, weird avant garde, then the then like the j rock, then you got real heavy, yeah, light, heavy, then ballad. Like that's totally intentional. I love the way they did that. Yeah, like they could have just chucked the, all all the heavy stuff at the front and then just. No, the they, they, the space it yeah, they spaced it
0: out. They spaced it out.
1: Lovely. Why would you give this?
0: Um, my, my, I mean, I love, I or do surf- love Kaleido, but between the the vocal and then I'm not a huge fan of Diaziri, the super heavy song. I just think it sounds very like Slipknotty naughty or Which something. Which was that the f- mixed fe- with Slayer S- second or something. La- the second last one? Uh, yeah. Um, and then I just I don't know. Uh, there's there's not a huge amount that I, I'm going to come back to on this, um, yeah. so I'm probably going to give it a five. That's fair.
1: Um, I come back to it quite frequently. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the songs. Once again, are, are very much aping off my favorite band, so it's it's there's a little bit of a grudge there. Okay, but they they're good enough. It's good enough to keep me coming back. Okay, like, and that, that that says something.
0: And and it maybe speaks to promise of a of a good album down the road.
1: Um, yeah, no, definitely with the news, with the new with the new lineup. Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's exciting times for this band. Give me a number, Dylan. Uh, Stop stalling. Uh,
0: uh, seven. Okay, seven, seven sweet yeah. Lynch uh, that's Lynch with the full stop yeah. <laughs> at the end uh, if you like the sound of that it's um, medley J-Rock yes okay so uh, last newish album that we're going to look at is Elder Elder Reflections on a Floating World yeah uh, you brought this one to the table yes. but it's something that was covered on a podcast that we both very yeah. much enjoy that's um, not metal
1: but I've, I've been following this band for quite a while actually okay so what's your history um, with them I, I've, I've, I started liking them with the i discovered mastodon
0: really yes
1: yes ah. um they had always been that level yeah of, of interesting metal for me okay except more more with a more stonery presence mm. and um I, i'd say this is them finally coming into their own with something that is that just who i needed some time to process how jarringly good this album was <laughs> I feel like I haven't All had enough time to process yet. Eat seven songs, six songs, six. Each song is ten minutes long at least. Yeah, possibly it's, it's, thirteen. It's minutes over at the whole
0: album's over an hour. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So, oh god, I mean, where do you start with this? Where do you? Well, start? Well,
0: first and foremost, oh. I'm a little surprised to learn they're actually from Boston. Yeah. Um. So that's cool because mm. that does lend it a slightly different flavor to the more. Traditional stoner prog stuff that you would hear, mm-hmm. which would tend to be more from sort of California. Yeah. Um. So thing has a the the thing that sometimes grates and wears me with wears on me with this stuff is the desert vibes, and you don't get yeah. as many of them with this album. No,
1: there's not. There's not much here.
0: Um. It's it's definitely got a jam band feel to it at times, especially towards the end. I think I think from sort of sanctuary, the first track to um track four, blind. I think it's like a I think it's just like a masterclass in ebb and flow and in making your music move through Hmm. um, different phases, I guess, within one song.
1: Yeah, they write songs within songs. Yeah, they do. Like if I I could say, probably say each song is three songs. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah, you can. But it's not song, song, song. It's song. Song, bit of the other song in the middle of the yeah, song, yeah, then
0: yeah, and then by the time they finish the song, they've been playing the song for so long that they're influenced by the start of the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, it's great. It's so cool. Um, no band does that yeah. anymore, at least. It's it, so uh, to set this slightly apart from what it sounds like when you first push play is there are there are vocals. um They don't. They're not traditional verse, chorus, verse vocals, but they're no. they're, they're they're super they, melodic. They're, they're, they're way up in the use mix. Really, used really well. Yeah, they um, use really well. they
1: they actually remind me a lot of um jane's addiction
0: yeah I can. you get a bit of that yeah i can hear that
1: sure jane's addiction bit Aussie. um you know there's there's a lot of like it's offbeat it's very kind of offbeat and weird locally as well like he doesn't keep on a on a typical melody
0: no he doesn't no 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 he doesn't uh he
1: it's not quite yell singing no it's 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 quite it's very
0: melodic it's intentional yeah you know he's got a great voice um yeah, I wouldn't know exactly what what the touch points would be, but I really enjoy it when it does when it does come through. The production is just the right side of um, that fuzzed up stoner sound for me because mm-hmm. I think once you go too far down the sort of yeah. Caius Red Fang yeah. route, it and even something like Paul Bear, like sure. th- when it gets doomy, mm-hmm. um, you kind of lose me a little bit. So they they're on the right side. But this brand this band
1: brings in a lot of like light Led Zeppelin yeah jingle stuff. Like imagine Led Zeppelin with like a modern synth. Yeah, with a bit of Queens of the Stone Age and a shit ton of ketamine, fucking pockets, (laughs) pockets of ketamine.
0: Yeah, that's what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a heavier Led Zeppelin, just just strung out like yeah, space
1: space rock Led Zeppelin. Yeah, with more riffs than Led Zeppelin could ever hope of having. Yeah, and and I'm sorry if that sounds like heresy, but like, but no, it's true. It It is.
0: You kind of, I kind of almost feel like I'm going to warm to the second half of the album as time goes by yeah. the way that I've worn especially Falling Off the Veil or I believe that's the name of the second song um, uh, The Falling Veil excuse me yeah oh my god that song is just so good and you kind of you're, you're sort of reeling as you're listening to it as to yeah. how they've managed to, to bring these melodies it's, together it's, it's, it's in one cohesive piece the, of the music the
1: singer is the main vocalist mm. so that's something as well that would be typical. Like he, he has all this stuff going on. Oh, you mean the lead guitarist is yeah, lead yes, yes, I was like, yes.
0: Singers are usually also the vocalist. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's, he he's obviously a talented dude because there's there's a lot of uh, yeah. guitar wankery, but it never it never seems showboaty, I don't
1: think. Yeah, he's like it's like it's like what if Tom Tom Iommi had oh, space yeah. for other people in the band kind yeah. of thing. That's always the problem I have with Black Sabbath was it was very Tom Iommi centric, right? With a bit of the drums. Yeah, um, but this is this is like everybody pulling their own weight really exactly. well, and then,
0: and uh, yeah. and whoever whoever produced it did a, a really really good job. I I mean, oh, I I'm led to believe it might might have been the band themselves, possibly. Um, it's not super easy to find out this information because they're not uh, they're not a megastar major label band. Yeah. I mean, I believe this was self released. Yeah,
1: um, it's, but it's a lot better sounding than anything they've ever done. That's for sure
0: yeah it sounds it sounds absolutely fantastic yeah. it really yeah. does
1: could be the production top of the year because they had so much to so much to carry yeah like so many little bits like it, yeah. it could have easily gone wrong at any point yeah especially when they got out of the the heavy sludge rock and yeah. then went more melodically and almost kind of Foo Fighter melodically at points yeah like they honestly brought a bit into that no they did that's yeah. the thing
0: is they take they, they they take you to so many places and they're 100% like a road burn band But they're also a band that you can put on, you know, at a party or something, and have it just be perfect in the background.
1: Like I would say, I would say
0: this is a new sound for rock. Yeah, is that is that? Um, you mean rock in general? Like you think it's pushing the boundaries? Sort of. I think it's more. No, 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 more refining refining yes refining what rock can be more than necessarily giving people something that's totally new but I, that, I don't mind that so much that was sort of my yeah. issue with Paul Bear. a little bit was I didn't feel like it was
1: yeah,
0: I didn't feel like it was perfecting what it was doing enough yeah. whereas this it feels like the guys they know they have the whole gamut of, of kind of rock and, and stoner and doom and sludge and and everything yeah. in front of them
1: Like And this is just a masterclass On how well they can go yeah, together Yeah How
0: do you put those blocks together Like mm-hmm. they've done it I think they've done it the right way And just to clarify I actually misspoke little, It's reflections of A Floating World Not reflections yes. on A Floating World Just to give Elder yeah. their due Good album <laughs> title either way God, yeah. Great album cover
1: Like <laughs> Yeah, like early, yeah it's early, really, early 70s
0: Really evocative um, Yeah kind of like A Kansas album cover Yeah it
1: reminds me of um, uh, And So I Watch you From afar as, as Air yeah. Airs
0: which is great, yes, that too, and a
1: lot of vibes from that as well. Yeah, like space age, modern rock, yeah, and everything else,
0: definitely, definitely. It's uh, it's 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 really good. I haven't had nearly enough time to digest um, it. I've listened to it, I think, four times at this point. Oh, it's definitely going to be in my top twenty of the year. Cool, we'll see. Without a doubt, it, it might be bothering mine. I just need more time. I need more time, Dylan. Oh yeah, it's never enough time. I know. But uh, one thing is for sure: this will be on my rotation, heavy rotation. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. Because I because I, you know, I,
1: I came in skeptical. I know you had problems with kind of desert rock, so yeah. I was like, I wonder how he'll take this. Yeah. So,
0: but you can't. I mean, this quality you just can't deny. This is this is of a, a spectacularly high quality. So, um, check it out if you like that the sound of it. I guess <laughs> um, oh, we yeah. always try and bring you a mix of things here. So, if F- uh, favorite songs, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Did we get to that? uh favorite songs again it's tricky with this one because it's such a single piece of music i guess but um but the falling veil so tra- falling veil track two for me is mm. is is a master class mm. yeah yeah um, same for you yeah
1: um i'd say i'd say like least favorite song second last track
0: yeah me too oh yeah me um, too one song i don't tag?
1: totally understand what they tried to do with that it's i mean i like bits i like the way it kind of builds but it builds to nothing Yeah, it spins off
0: into the ether way too much for me. I mean, I guess it builds to the last
1: song, but it shouldn't have been (laughs) six minutes then. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You don't need a six-minute build to introduce a 12-minute song. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But they tried. They tried. Yeah, maybe throw a little bit of the fat next time. But other than that, um, we're both very positive. So what do you want to give this one?
1: Uh, The highest nine I could possibly give. Oh, very good. But it's not a 10 because of that song.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm on an eight right now, but again, Good. talk to me again. But okay. I, but I, I love mm. this, and it's not my wheelhouse. So for me to be giving something, something even vaguely in the stoner rock doom metal uh, bracket, an eight yeah. is a huge compliment. Mm.
1: This but. should be the next thing you listen to, microphone.
0: Yeah, yeah, hey, <laughs> my, hey, hey, microphone. <laughs> we're tr- we're trying to help you out here, buddy. We know you like this kind of yeah. stuff. Seriously, though, put this on uh, if you're like staying up late studying or reading or something. It's dark out. Put this album on. Man. It's the perfect nighttime album. Yeah. Okay, uh, roaring towards the finish line, we've got to talk about an album that's not from this year or this month, but 2010. Yes. Um, by a band that has divided a nation. It's divided the world. I think so. Yeah.
1: Um, started it, divided it, ended it.
0: Yeah. The, My Chemical Romance is the band we're talking about here. Yes. And the full title, to give it its due, of the album we're about to talk about is Danger Days, The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. Killjoys. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: final My Chemical Romance album. Final My
0: Chemical Romance album. You were
1: never into them.
0: I. you were honestly, surrounded by them. Just to get, just to be, to be 100% frank and honest with you, because I would never tell you a lie. I thought My Chemical Romance were poser twats. I had <laughs> no interest in them whatsoever. Yeah. I thought they had extremely punchable faces. <laughs> and they only had one song that I even remotely liked. And I, I just really thought the whole aesthetic kind of ruined music a little bit, actually, yeah. if I'm being honest, because yeah. they were the poster yeah. children for what became known as the pejorative term mm. emo. Mm. I, I would say I would say good, good Charlotte, fuck that. But Good Charlotte I think are shit unash- are are they're unapologetically pop punk. Now I know what you're saying, they have the haircuts and everything. Oh, they're like very that, face but no other band were more responsible for the white face, black panda eyes fringes mm. and the i've got you know xyz dear diary daddy issue problems that i'm going to take to the yeah. central bank yeah. with my choker and my pink hair and it was just a whole thing that i felt like listen still I, like that what I, yeah, can't deny it i'm I, listen you know i uh, maybe i never <laughs> had much love for my ken but i had a lot of love for a lot of those bands and i've uh, overwhelming amounts of love for loads of bands that actually are emo Mm. Not, not that any punter knows what emo is because no. No, no band that's actually emo was ever thrown into that not, e,
1: not even the Cure know what emo is and it's like
0: like you took you to like are you emo it's like well do you know Sunny Day Real Estate they're an emo band mm. people never talk about them okay and they don't have weird hair yeah. they're, they're actually shaved heads but regardless I'm okay. not going to talk regardless about the of the between thing. emo and pop punk or whatever like my d- cam, I d- had no love for them did you go back and listen to the discography while you were Studying this album. Did I come go back and listen to my chems? Yeah, t- I wonder. No, I didn't. Uh, I mean, it I could, didn't, be, it but, could be a good idea. But I might now because I actually feel like I've been proven wrong a little bit.
1: Yeah, because this album, as I said, is, is them wanting to become a rock band again. Mm. And that's so clear. Yeah. Like, they're so aware that they were going to finish the band on this note. They wanted to get back to what they were before they even had the albums. Yeah. To yeah. To begin with. Yeah. So it's it has a lot of balls to like toss out a scene mm. and go like this is what we're doing. I think I think um I think w- during interview with um with Jared Way like one of his close friends said um I am probably never going to listen to your old albums ever again because this is this is what you guys are now yeah and I totally get that I to- and he he totally understood that because because, because that's that's the intention yeah it seems. You know, this is
0: just more like it's just, it's just balls out rock and roll. Yeah. And um, with, with a, with a lovely concept from start to finish, yeah. a really clear vision of what it wants to be. Me. And it's occasionally derivative and there are sort of melodic touch points that you can sort of say, well, you know, this came from that and the other thing. It's a love letter for the most it part. It is. It is. I mean, there's very little on this album that I would call original, but then again, it's done with so much love. Yeah. For what it is, and it's done with so much gusto that you kind of can't yeah. hate it.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, like the derivative parts are so well crafted, though. Mm. Like, Frank, Frankie guitar is is very much kind of a flashback to the solos of Slash. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. Like, it's, it's Les Paul
0: rock. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah with yeah.
1: S- space, space synths, synths.
0: There's actually, a, I can't sense. remember what track it is, but it <laughs> has a very suspiciously similar. Lick to "Fucking in the Bushes" by Oasis. Oh yeah, (laughs) but then again, but that's a great, that's a great lick. You know what I mean? So to 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 pay tribute to such a great song, it's a small world anyway. Yeah, it's it just it just shows that they had so much more to give. And again, I'm not intimately familiar with their back catalog, Mm -hmm. but things I
1: I like bits and pieces from their back catalog. I'm not a big. Is this your favorite
0: album? Yeah, uh, totally. Okay.
1: Um, I I was much more a Fallout Boy fan, of course.
0: Oh yeah, well Fallout Boy again. So my, from my money have one classic album and then other kind of p- Apache yeah. albums.
1: Yeah. But uh being surrounded by this by childhood and not yeah. really liking it and then coming into this I think uh, what was I? I was I, I was 18, 19 coming to into yeah, this sure. album okay. and finally liking the band after the scene ended. Yeah, That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that was yeah. really cool. Very serendipitous.
0: And I think you might be probably I mean is this kind of widely regarded as a bit of a forgotten gem? I mean A little bit. Did this kind of pass um, the world by? I
1: think it's. I think it's underappreciated. Yeah. Okay. How much they changed it up? Yeah. As a swan song. Sure. Most bands don't do that at all. No bands do that. I don't think.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good. It is really really good, and it's it's bookmarked by uh, you know, this DJ called <laughs> what's he called, Doctor.
1: Uh, Doctor. Um. Not Dr. Doom, no, uh, fucking... Dr. Death? Dr. Death, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. And he's kind of does that, you know, like the yeah. guy at the start of teach, Show Me How to Live by Audio yeah. Slade. Yeah. he kind of has that same right. uh, vibe.
1: Um, I'm not sure if you know, but Jared Way is a, is a comic book artist and writer. Okay, well um, that makes sense. Yeah, and he has done a load of really cool stuff yeah. um, recently. Um, it's, like got, it, it's
0: got a real comic book vibe to it.
1: Yeah, and I think there are, there are some issues uh, based off this. Yeah. The Fabulous Life, The Killjoys. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um it's like watch the videos and it's it's full of style. It's oozing with colour explosions yeah and, like desert videos. It's really cool.
0: What I would um, say is that it, i mean, again, I, I actually have huge respect for this. I, I really enjoyed listening to it whenever I, I was I, listening to it. I think it's it's a little bit too sort of rockabilly for me, you know, at in in points. It's just mm, it's got a little I, bit I disagree. It's got a little bit too much sort of straight up twelve bar blues. Well like, well like
1: well Ger- like Jared Way has this, so- this kind of southern drawl yeah in his voice so that's always know. that's ever present
0: it works yeah all I'm saying is I'm saying they're doing a great job of it it's just not necessarily mm. the thing that I reach for when I'm when I want to listen to something it's not usually that mm. Mm, kind of yeah. full of attitude 12 yeah. bar blues inspired rockabilly yeah. like fuzzed up you know that's not yeah. the first thing I listened listen or I for but yeah. they're doing it really really well here but
1: then it just like just gets to some really kick-ass hard rock yeah like does. some of the best hard rock I've ever heard like um yeah and he and he really like knows how to work his voice around it too yeah he is one of the best voices in rock yeah I think so yeah. and yeah, that's, yeah from no, one, I, that's from one album
0: it's from a guy who really thought that I mean I really wanted to slap Jared Way for a long time yeah. <laughs> so um but he'll teach it <laughs> yeah no he's it kind of goes to show that maybe it was all an act, yeah. a little bit, you know. Yeah. You got the set list there that or they were that they were nothing. kind of, um, they were maybe leaning into their fan base a little bit too much on their previous yeah. work.
1: Let's scroll up a bit. Uh, I'd say like save yourself. Yeah, that's great. And destroy are my, are yeah, my favourite destroy too. Is,
0: yeah destroy is great destroy is great kids from yesterday I love too there. just as as, as as like a little farewell note because everything that comes after that is yeah. kind of a sort of a footnote Va- I guess vampire money
1: was a bit hit and miss I mean like it sounds like something fun you'd play at the end of a live vampire set
0: money, that's what I mean by the sort of rock rock and yeah. roll that's yeah. what this, it is this
1: album sounds like a live set
0: yeah which yeah is their it does int-
1: which is the intention of this
0: yeah no but it's 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 really good. I would highly recommend, yeah. especially if you feel like I did that, yeah. that My Chemical Romance is just mm-hmm. a, a dirty, a dirty phrase. But you got to know, like, I've seen them a few times live
1: Yeah, and they play their old stuff like they do this album. With the same energy? That was, yeah. They wanted to play, they wanted to write an album like they do live.
0: Okay. Yeah. And do you think, do you think it's worth kind of going back and listening to their old stuff with new ears? Yeah. After this? Yes. Yeah, totally. was this their was th- was this their third album? Or this their fourth. Their fourth. fourth. They, okay.
1: they they released some uh, single, they, some singles after after I this.
0: Think it, you sh- oh, is is that is the Black Parade is dead? Is that is that a remix album or is uh, that a that's a live?
1: That's a live well, album. Well, then
0: it was their third man because look, three no, Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Got, oh, I, I brought you my bullets. Yeah, yeah. You brought first. me. Your, I've never even heard of this. Two thousand and two. What, what is it? You brought. I brought you my bullets. You brought me your. Your um. Oh, what is it? Something.
1: Something with that, <laughs> I dot, know. dot dot dot.
0: Well, that's interesting. So that I, I will dig back. I will dig back really through love. and um, and listen with new ears because yeah, because Danger Days way better than I was expecting. Yeah, My Chemical Romance, you are pardoned. <laughs> oh my god! There <laughs> we go.
1: A whole genre yeah. left. Left.
0: Consider consider yourself pardoned. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Jill?
1: God, um, I don't know. I'd, I'd say I'd say I teared up quite a bit listening to this album. Good because I have I have a whole whole on a whole company of friends who are. are who live and breathe this kind of music and to finally get it yeah. the emotion yeah it's almost being late for a really awesome party
0: yeah well no that's i i I, I totally agree with you like i was saying earlier um i didn't have that connection with this but what i will say is that uh for so many years the word emo was thrown around with such vitriol and it was used in such a pejorative way that i was scared to even you know, I I, yeah. I had avoided it like the plague yeah. just on principle yeah. for yeah. my whole
1: life. You, you didn't even regard the music because... No. Because of and then the I just, scene. out of
0: curiosity, about four years ago, I just decided to do a Google search and see, well, what the hell is... You know, what is this email music everyone's talking about apart yes. from what I presume to be like, oh, My Chemical Romance and Aiden and Thursday and all these bands. First of all, none of them are on the, any of these lists. Yeah. And second of all, these were, became some of my favorite bands. Mm. You know, Sunday Day Real Estate, The Promised Ring, Texas Is The Reason... Uh, you know you can list off them, them off forever you know even pavement kind of have elements of that sound um, American football one of yeah. my favorite bands now so I suppose the moral of the story is you should try and go into everything with an open mind even if you have a history with something that is negative because you never know mm. <laughs> might not be exactly what you were expecting
1: yeah and this certainly wasn't what anybody was expecting no especially the fans
0: <laughs> so that's why it was a great choice to bring to the podcast yeah well done, I could
1: have gone farther back but it actually is almost a decade Yep. so it's far back sadly god damn and
0: next week I'm going to throw another <laughs> painful curveball your curveball. way go for it so look forward to that I'll take it okay great right, so you've, you've got a Rodrigo a Gabriela show to get to yeah that's
1: going to be fun they haven't okay. released an album for quite a bit so I'd like to see if there's anything new cool because the last album was bangers 10 out of 10 bangers <laughs> so
0: my last uh, interaction with them was the Sony Fancy balls going down a hill in San Francisco ad so, oh wow uh, um, it's probably ver- you know verging on a couple decades at this point wow
1: um, I remember last year or it was the year before they played um, they played in Grafton Street oh cool like a, like, a, like a ninja gig oh wow up on the top of it and I was right there right there it was fucking awesome
0: <laughs> was <so> <laughs> they love <laughs> Ireland don't
1: they yeah they do they, they, they started here so. okay
0: we're just hitting a minute Bye, yeah. everybody
1: see you guys